Welcome back. We didn't get banned. We did not get banned. We We're may, still here. We may have had a podcast. Had a couple get, episodes <laughs> deleted, maybe. We may have had a episode get deleted off of uh, every platform we're on, but we're back. Uh, I just pulled in the driveway from Florida not too long ago, so it, it's not going too bad, I don't guess. But wait. It's going better on that end of the table than it is on this end of the table. <laughs> he has had to work this week. Like a fuck, like a peasant. But uh, we went down to Florida. Me and my wife, we did a little fishing down there, and did not do good at all. I think it's the worst I've ever done when it comes to fishing the coast. But this is—I've never been trying to fish in the middle of August either. So everything we typically ninety percent of the time fish out of the surf. So it's not really. It's nothing fancy. It's just we're we're fishing out of the surf and we're trying to pretty much catch anything that bites. It's not necessarily targeting any specific species. Had a massive amberjack bite my fly and my stupid self's trout set and yanked the fly straight out of his mouth. And I was not very happy about it, but it was... As far as the no fishing, no fish in the water goes, you couldn't argue with the good conditions. Like six inch waves, no the waves weren't big other than about two days, and easy fishing and everything. Just nothing would bite. I mean, it just. It, I think a six inch wave is, it's a pretty average wave. It's a pretty good size wave. It's a good wave in Flat Rock. If you it's a big me. wave. It's a big, it's bigger waves than we got. You know, um, now it. It was fun. It was just we didn't – it wasn't real productive when it come to actually catching. I mean, we made some cool videos, but it doesn't – you can't post a good video and of a fly fishing trip if you don't have any fish to show for the fly fishing trip. I think I caught one fish, and I'm not even sure what the crap kind of fish it was, just to be honest. I'm not up to date on my saltwater fish unless it's a game fish. But I'm, I don't know what it was. It was a teethy little sucker. I know that, but I, that's all I know. I mean, I don't know needlefish or something, but it was trash. I mean, it's trash. Yeah, what fish. you're saying is you're glad that there was a fish market down there. Yes. To go buy fish. Yeah. It, yeah. If long it, story short. Yeah. If we were trying to uh, fry cook what we caught, we had about enough fish for one fish taco, and we had to split it between me and my wife, and we'd probably been pretty hungry all week. But it's never a bad time when you're on the Gulf Coast, honestly. I mean, especially if you're if you're dealing with weather like we did. I mean, it never got above 91 the whole time we were down there. So, I mean, I don't – if you're on the Gulf in August and it only gets 91 degrees, I mean, it's not too bad. So, I can't really argue with anything. It's just – the current wasn't bad. Everything was pretty good, and I. It didn't really make me feel bad though, because I talked to several people fishing down there while I was down there, and I mean it. There really wasn't anybody catching fish. I mean, really. I mean, it, there was. There was a few guides, like deep sea guides, catching them, but. Other than that, really not many. Really not many people was catching fish honestly i mean it of course you had a couple guys that was a little full of it you know saying they they always catch fish you know they they, they don't ever just scratch that they, they don't ever scratch like peasants like like us peasants do we they they always catch fish they always know what the fish were biting but i fished right next to the guy that was telling me he was catching fish all day and i was I promise you, I didn't see him set the hook on anything. And but I'm, I had a good time still. I mean, it wasn't seen, seen some stuff we never seen. Seen Ponce de Leon State Park, and it, it was pretty interesting. Of course, we didn't fish it or anything, but we we visited it and just did some stuff that we typically don't do on vacation that we we did this time and it, it was just fun i mean it wasn't necessarily a fishing trip but it was fun you look oh, what uh i don't want to get us banned again 
<laughs> yeah, Dylan had some episodes that. I apologize for the tequila episode. <laughs> it was a lot. I, had a, I was just as excited listening to it the next day as y'all were. I didn't know what was coming next. <laughs> I fended myself a couple times. Did a. I see Luckily, a fly rod right here leaned up against the wall. Did you get that? That one I broke last weekend fixed. Yes, um, I will say this. A couple beers and a boat. Going Bumpy down boat ride, but moon. Look, I know moonshine. Nine foot long fly rod. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad combination. I mean, moonshine takes a lot of bad. Not the drink moonshine. Moonshine fishing rods. It takes a bad rap when it comes to, if you're talking from a fly shop point of view. They they kind of take a bad rap because they they don't they only sell by themselves. They don't, I mean they sell in shop, but they're not they're not considered a shop friendly rod. So it's kind of like some of these fly shops consider it looking looking bad for the industry and stuff like that. But my biggest thing is I've I use Reddington. I've got Reddington rods. I've got I got some cheap. El Cheapo rods too, my dad's, but I, and Moonshine. I've got that's the two main brands I've got, and the warranty. See, I'm about to have to warranty a uh, Reddington rod this week. I actually got to send it in tomorrow or uh, Monday, and the thing is, the my Moonshine I got within a week. I paid twenty ish, thirty ish dollars give or take, depending on, I think it depends on where you're at in the country, where they got to send it and stuff, but give or take, whatever. Um, a fraction of what the rod cost. Just a, and they didn't even ask any questions. They, nothing. You just pay this money and they'll send you whatever section of rod you need if you break, whatever. Very easy. You'll have it within anywhere from two, I'm sure some places, they've got one day shipping, so I'm, I'm sure some places it's within a day, but you'll have it within a week for sure. And I know you broke that rod. It's like the third time I've broke that rod. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but it's not anything the rod's done except for once. Once was. One time. Yeah. The first time time I broke it. One time was the rod's fault, but the other two wasn't really, it wasn't really rod functional issues. But the, uh, now the Reddington. It wasn't a. It was a rod functioning issue, and it, it's a good fishing rod, and I love the rod. But the problem is Reddington is having a problem with their turnover time, and so I instead of me being able to buy a section of fly rod or a section of the rod and buy it from them, they make you send the whole rod back, and so you can't fish with it at all. And they make you send the whole whole rod back, and they're going to assess the rod and see if I have to pay for it out of pocket or they're going to reimburse me. But they sent me, it was going to be three to four months before I got back. Yeah. Piss on that. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. It ain't worth the name. No. You'd be better off just buying a new one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not an expensive. I mean, it's. Spend, ex- spend your few hundred bucks and get a new one yeah. and have it. Yeah, and it, it just drives me crazy because it's like three to four months. That's what they told. They, that's what they sent me in the email. And now, I mean, I'm not dogging them. They make good stuff, but well, I don't even know what sense that makes. No, I mean, what's the point? Are they hoping that you forget about it and don't <laughs> try to get your shit back? I mean, it's just it's ridiculous because I mean, you know as well as I do what what can happen in three months. I mean, they could lose that thing in the warehouse. In three months, how many fishing rods are they going to receive across? They're one of the biggest fly rod brands in America. How many fishing rods are they going to lose in that time span? And how many, how hard is it going to be to get reimbursed for what they lose? I'm not saying they're going to lose my rod. I'm just but saying more than likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're going, it's going to be a fight the whole time to get it back. I mean, I like their stuff. They, I've used them my whole life, but I mean, that's I'm, terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. I, I know they're going to use the excuse of we don't have employees and stuff, but my God, I mean, at least at this at that point, make it where you can buy sections of rod. Well, if it took me three to four months to do my job, I'd be fired. Yes, exactly. And if the thing is, if it's going to be that long, 
there's not a company in the world that that I can think of that I've got lifetime warranties on tools and whatever, and you can go swap it out at the fly shop, and they can send it back, and then uh, even if you had to supply them with the credit card information, you know, I mean, it's not even, I don't know, it, it, even if you got to give them credit card information just in case it's they deem it your fault, they have to bill you 50 bucks, whatever, but... I don't see why you can't go to a fly shop and if they've got the rod in stock, swap it for the swap it or at least them send you a rod and then you send their your broke rod back. I just I don't know. I, I just don't like how they're especially when you're doing it in stations. Yeah, and you're not doing a whole rod more than likely. I I kinda the moonshine thing, I kind you see a lot of haters like on Facebook groups and Instagram and stuff, people hating on them, but at the same time, you can't argue with getting a rod back in a week. I mean, I even if you got to pay fifty dollars, yeah. I mean, I would. That you can't argue getting a rod back in a freaking week. I mean, there's no, dude. If I if I broke a Lucky Duck decoy, and they could have it to me in a week, send it on. I mean, I don't at that. Even for fifty bucks. Yeah, even if it's a minimal cost, like hey man, I you bought this for. I don't know, two hundred dollars. Yeah, we're gonna scratch your back on this one. We're gonna send this to you, and yeah, we pay for shipping or pay for whatever. Send your rope decoy back, and if we and it'll make our company better, we'll figure out how it won't break next time. You know, unless you shoot it. I mean, obviously that would void a warranty, but well, yeah, but that's the kind of shit that happens. Yeah, I mean sometimes you just especially when you you know you ain't slept two or three days and been running around drinking and. Yeah, you, your buddy makes you mad, so you shoot his mojo. Yeah, Lucky duck, whatever. Or somebody hunts a little, sets up a little too close to you. Mm-hmm. So when are you going to give me a tattoo? <laughs> Let's talk about that. I see the ink and the gun. I for, see a bunch of stencils here. For those that don't know. I see I, some of the practice skin. For those that don't know, I, I like to draw and stuff, and I purchased a tattoo gun thinking that was a good I bet idea. you put that on me. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. I think the skull looks pretty good. If he done like a gold tooth with like a cigarette yeah. hanging out of his mouth, he can put that on my leg tonight. <laughs> I'm coming at you live with a freaking... All you hear No, I, I like it. I mean, it's fun. It's draw. I mean, it's just drawing, essentially. I mean, you just got to worry about... There's other factors to it, but it, I mean, it's pretty fun. Um... I was gonna say something. I forgot. You caught me off guard with tattoo comment, which I'm not mad about it. But uh, oh, goose season, dove season, all that's coming up, and I'm. It's kind of like the kickstart to killing shit. You know. I mean, I'm. I'm excited to. I'm excited to see the. The dove poppers hit the grill. I'm excited to see. I'm at- what to me is that first weekend of football when you're hot. Oh god, it's miserably hot. In the L- listening field. to Mil- Milwaukee radio in the dove yeah. field. Touchdown, Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's all. All you or the little say you see the four wheeler ride around with the little Caesar's pizza yeah. or the barbecue the, sandwiches. The little kid charging you five dollars of water. <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about that. <laughs> I love it. That's an enterprise. It, yeah, it's a monopoly. It's called capitalism. Yeah, Monopoly. He's got what you need, and he's the only one in the field with it. Everybody else has got the beers. Yes. Beer, it tastes better in a dove field. It does. Non-alcoholic. We don't. We, ain't, we don't. Yeah. I, we don't I shoot mean, shotguns at birds with no. alcoholic beer. No. That would be unethical. Yeah, I mean, we're, what are we? We're, we're not immature. Oh. Grown adults, by no means. No, it, it's fun. That's it's probably the best to me. Dove hunting, kind of the the hard part about dove hunting. I don't know if it's the the part of shooting them is hard, or we hadn't picked up a shotgun since January, and we're so rusty. When or the blurred vision. Yeah, it's the blurred. It, well, by dove fifteen, it's getting real hairy. It. Low, I'm just shooting. Low bird at, at low bird at that point don't even make sense to anybody. It's like Norman 
<laughs> D-Day. Like D-Day. I mean, watch out. <laughs> no, dude. <coughs> Damn. Um, they, I love it. But what gets me is Dove Day every, most years, not every year, but if we can find some geese that open up that morning, because yeah. dove, dove hunting, I don't know if, Every state's like this. I know states that I hunt are like this, but they don't they don't open up until twelve o'clock. So what we like to do is goose season generally most years, not all years, but most years opens the same day. Go set your layouts out, set you up a big goose spread, go kill you some geese, and then Get done with your ghost hunt by eleven o'clock, and then as soon as you get done with your ghost hunt, go hit the dove field up. That's right. And then you got got your gumbo cooking, your jambalaya. That's what we done last year: steaks, whatever you got. Dove at the end of the night have dove poppers. I mean, it, it's to me that's a it's like a hangout more than it is a hunt. I mean, it's just fun. It's fun. It's it's. It's not educational by no means. I mean, it's just the thing is, it's so rewarding at the end of the day because you sit there. You, most of the time, you sit there from twelve o'clock to three o'clock and have to mash the trigger. And then it's like a That's lot. When the hydrating gets serious. Yeah, the hydrating gets serious. Between those hours, start sweating your dick off. Whoa. And uh, you you sit there and you're miserable. You have a fire shot, you think of why in the world am I out here right now? And then all of a sudden it seems like a switch flips. And then you've got doves, it looks like Argentina. But Argentina a little further north and then Alabama. I mean, it just, to me, it, it makes it, it's fun. It makes, it makes you forget about the four hours of misery. Well, what passes the time for me during the first four hours that are slow is the listening to all my football bets lose. <laughs> I'm more focused on He's listening t- to myself lose money on the take, radio. Take your anger out on yeah, uh than to be worried about, you know, not killing doves. Sometimes you got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I I don't I don't partake in the sports betting as much as you do. I do enjoy it. But it's kinda hard to Alabama. What? Man, we're tired enough. We're getting old. <laughs> we're washed up. Washed up. Ain't uh, got much in the tank. They, uh, we're half the men that we used to be. And we wasn't a lot back then. No. Uh, nah, football, dove season, goose season, teal season. The only thing I hate about teal season, love killing ducks. Love killing ducks. It's hot shit. Oh, my God, the mosquitoes. Good Lord. If... I don't care. You could have seven thermocells. You know, I looked at booking an alligator hunt the other day. South Alabama? Yeah, I looked at a South Alabama and I looked at Louisiana, too. I don't know how much they are in Louisiana. South Alabama. Let me tell you something. If you want to kill one big enough to make a pair of boats out of, you better be expecting to pay about $2,500. Dang, really? Yeah. I wouldn't have that's not that. The, that's not the, uh, that's the trophy fee. On them over about, I think I want to say it was if it was about ten foot or longer. I think ten foot starts out at about twenty five hundred dollars. What I see. Oh my life. god. Ten foot, son. I couldn't even make a damn wallet and a bail out of a ten foot alligator. Oh my god. I want to kill Godzilla if I go. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's like these high fence hunts. It's like their standard rate. Oh yeah. But then I'm you start. I looked at shooting a giraffe. In Texas, <laughs> this is all. It all goes together. It was the same night I was looking at alligator. Yeah, just happened to be on one of the. Just curious how much it would cost. Well, I clicked the Texas, some outfitter in Texas. Yeah, for those alligator. Those fake. Too. Yeah. Yeah, you, them, the fake safaris. Yeah, kinda. yeah. <laughs> My God, do you think alligator is expensive? They, you shoot a damn giraffe in Texas, son. Fifty you, grand, probably. <laughs> what cheap? You could retire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me just tell you, you ain't never got to worry about the big cat right here killing a 
Well, we go to these hunting expos and stuff, right? And yeah. I was this one in Birmingham, uh, Big Buck World Buck Expo, World Deer Expo, whatever it was. We went to it, and I was reading. I mean, I'm not a big deer hunter. I I, I like it. It's okay. Passes the time. But I I was humoring this guy. You know, I mean, he was just wanted me to talk to him. Wanted me and my cousin to talk to him, and we was talking to him and. He was showing us all these big deer and stuff he's he's had, and uh, he's showing me all these big deer he's had, and all all these awesome, awesome deer. And I said, "Are they high, high fence?" Oh, sorry about that. I said, "Are they high fence?" He said, "Well, well, kind. Golly, that was loud." Um, I said, "He goes, yeah, they're kind of, kind of are." I was like, "What does that mean?" You know, like. Well, it kind of are. Yeah. What does that mean? And uh, he goes, well, our, our ranch is so big that we don't consider it high fence. And I, I forgot. It was several thousand acres. And I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. And I said, how much does it cost to shoot a deer on your place? He said, oh, it's $5,000. And I was like, that's expensive. But for but, okay. But, yeah, okay, I've heard worse. But then I know where this is going. But then you really start digging into it. Yeah, if it's a hundred and seventy inches, yes. it's this much. Hundred and eighty inches. If it's the five thousand dollars is like okay. That's just to get you there. Well, no, that includes killing a deer. You're guaranteed to kill one. But it's gotta if, be if it's a certain size. hundred and thirty to hundred and forty. Or I think it was one twenty to one forty was like your five thousand dollar range. You can kill that here. That's absurd. Yes. You can kill that here. I'm not saying I've ever killed one. I'm just saying if you hunt hard enough here, even on public land, you can kill one. There ain't no way on this side of hell I'd pay $5,000 to kill no. a 140-inch deer. No. No, absolutely not. You can get a $500 Illinois tag. And yeah, it's like three ninety five for an Illinois tag. Yeah, and you can... You know how many years in a row you can go for $5,000 and you will <laughs> kill a... Yeah. I pass 140-inch deer... Yeah. Every year I go to Illinois. Yes. And it's just... I'll watch them. I send you videos all the time. Yeah, and I'm not. 130, 140 in the world. But... It was... I think it jumped two grand per 10 inches of horn. Yeah, I've seen... After that, I'm like... I've heard of people shooting them ones. It's like 180, 190 inch deer. Dude, I'm like... That is... Godly. I mean, because you can kill a giraffe for $40,000 in Texas. Yeah. A giraffe. Yeah, I would. I would much rather. We're talking long neck and spots and everything. You imagine having that over the fireplace? Could you imagine calling your buddies over, boys? Y'all come on. We got football on the TV. I'm, I'm throwing. The, I got the. I got a uh, eighth of the giraffe on the smoker. Come on, bring the hot sauce and the crackers. <laughs> got T bones. Got T bones. Yeah, got a draft T bone as long as your damn leg. But I'm like, dude, like you could probably get ten thousand dollars worth of meat off one of them things. Look, we we know guys. Do you know that giraffes are well known for being homosexual? Really? That's a big thing in the draft. That's interesting. I don't uh, know why, but it's a big thing. That's a fun fact from Dylan today. Um, Write it down. I tell you one thing that's interesting is. The amount of people that will pay that, like, oh, if I had the count, if I had the count of money, some people had. I'd if pay I had it. fu money, oh, I'd pay it. Yeah, wouldn't think maybe. I, I don't. This I, is just how I am, personally. I would if I don't know how legal. I don't know how deer hunting works. I know sometimes duck hunting you can't guide public land, but I would like to hire a guide to put me on a giant deer on public versus a high fence deer. I just, I just don't get the drive of killing a essentially a pet. Like I, I understand people, people shit on private land duck hunting, but it's whether you agree with it or not, it, it is different than a high fence situation. I mean, you're not you're still hunting a wild animal. You're not killing something that's been fed out of a bucket its whole life and released out into the five, five even a thousand acre ranch. You can narrow down where this deer is going to be in a thousand acres and be a two hundred inch deer. I mean, that's just not. I mean, 
You know, I might not have as much sportsman in me, and I, which I I will say that I wouldn't get as fired up to shoot a giant high fence deer. You know, that looks like a dinosaur coming through the woods. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, holy crap, look at this! And he walks up there to the feeder. You know, I'm not like, I don't think I'd be shaking and all tore up, and I wouldn't wouldn't really want to tell anybody. But hey, you got me confused if you think I wouldn't shoot him. You know, if I. Oh, I'd absolutely shoot him. Now, I wouldn't pay the money to shoot him, I don't think. But if somebody else was footing the bill, hey, I'd roll him over, son. I'd eat him. You know they got to be lean. You know they got to taste good. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. It don't get wrong. I, I, we know people that do that. We, we, we know personally people that do that. And I'm not shitting on them. I just, it's not what my thing is. I just, I don't, I don't. See myself getting excited over that. We talk about the drafts. Oh, I did look. Oh up, yeah, we looked up a price. We looked up some prices. The, the giraffe in Africa isn't terrible. Okay, what's the giraffe in Texas? Uh, Which one's bigger, Texas or Africa? No, I mean uh, Texas is more way more expensive. I mean, it was like I don't have it pulled up now, but it was way. It was like quadruple the price in the, in Africa because of for one it's America two they had to bring the sun gun over from Africa <laughs> they, well they didn't bring they brought them over a long time ago yeah that's where they're making their money yeah it's just you pay a, you pay a two time shipment fee on a couple giraffes way back hey, when that's a million dollar investment right there I wish my family would have done it Two I wish I had the land too big. Two giraffes over, and hey, we'd have started us our own little farm down here in Georgia, Alabama, somewhere. So, the cost to shoot a hippo in Africa, what what would your guess be? Fifteen thousand dollars. Ooh, you're kind of close. It's nine grand. That's not counting. Nine grand. That that's just killing it. That's not counting getting over okay. there. That's so we're talking probably fifteen thousand roughly. And on that same trip, if you wanted to kill a lion, it ranges from anywhere from sixty thousand to a hundred thousand. If you yeah. want to kill a full main lion, it's a hundred thousand plus. So if you're if you feel like losing your house, or could buy a new house. But you decide, you know what? I want to shoot a fucking lion. I go shoot the lion. But you could turn this into a freaking costly little adventure. Oh yeah. I mean, big game hunting. And what's your? Well, I'd say the kind of people that go and actually shoot lions look at a hundred and fifty thousand dollars the way that you and me look at like ten grand. Cecil. Huh? Cecil. 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 The line. The line. wonder how much that somebody's paid for that. I don't know. That got a lot of people fired up. I know. It, but they, the thing is, they only let you shoot the old lines that are like past the reproducing years or something. Yeah, there's... Like you can't shoot them that are like in their prime. Cecil only costs 50 grand. Shit, jump But with, today, with today's inflation... Yeah, inflation... <laughs> if, Bidenomics is right. They paid $275,000. Yeah. Think about how many teeth that dentist had to clean to, for that 50 grand. The truth be known, probably not many. Okay. I, I mean, really, realistically, probably. Yeah. It, not as many as you think. I not guess. as many as you think. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's mind blowing. I mean, I thought one thing I did find a little ridiculous. I mean, that is ridiculous. I mean, I don't. That's another thing I don't have real big drive to kill. It's African big game. I mean, it, it, it's cool. I mean, if that's something you get your rocks off with, I, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not throwing off on that. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I don't care. I just, it's not my thing. I One thing I would pay really good money for is to kill a turkey slam and a uh, tundra swan. I'd like to kill one of them. I'd like to see. What, I would like to see one of them goofy sons of bitches falling out of the I don't, I don't, Yeah, I mean, I have... It'd be like a helicopter. Right? I feel like I've... R.I.P. I, Kobe. <laughs> I feel like if I just killed one, I'd be good. You know what I mean? I just don't, you got to see it one time. Yeah. 
And what do they weigh? They probably weigh 30 pounds or more. 30, yeah, 40 I'd pounds. say, yeah. Um, I see. But Canada duck hunting. I've heard of guys going up there from our area spending roughly $2,000 for a week. Well, that's lodging included. I mean, I, that's not terrible. I, I don't feel like. I mean, going across, going to Canada, having. It says they only weigh 10 to 18 pounds. I think the tundras are smaller. I mean, they're still giant. Than what? Than a like a trumpeter or anything like that. I think I'm not sure. I'm not big. I'm not up to date on my swan species. But um, I would guess a good sized goose would weigh ten pounds. It says between five and fourteen pounds, some weighing up to twenty. I'd say a big one weighs twenty twenty five. Well, I'd have guessed a good size was ten to fifteen. Really? And they're saying a tundra swan. That's crazy. Um, but what? Hell, they're all neck, I guess. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, I give it to them. <laughs> what? Hey, let me tell you what I'd really like to get involved with. Hang on. I watched a video on TikTok the other day. Do you realize how badass ostriches are? Or emus? <laughs> no, I don't think I guess I have. Oh, they ain't no joke, man. They'll kill you. I mean, I, I, they're an apex predator. <laughs> that ain't no bullshit. I ain't bullshitting you none. An ostrich and an emu, hey, they run the damn Sahara out there. They ain't huh. messing around. They're top dogs. When they come strutting through, the lions are looking, son. That's interesting. I ain't kidding you. You uh, realize no, how big you You sound pretty are? passionate about no, it. No, no. Oh, yeah. I lost a lot of sleep the other night going down the ostrich rabbit hole. How big is an ostrich? <laughs> anyway, uh, what I was getting at. Uh, up to 320 pounds. Imagine a fucking 320-pound chicken <laughs> running around in your yard. <laughs> what kind of. There, you're, there's nothing safe from that. Three hundred and twenty pounds. Look, the sons of bitches can be nine foot tall. Do you know how tall nine foot is? Listen, that son of bitch's head is tall as this ceiling at three hundred twenty pounds. Huh? Oh them God. things ain't of the Lord. The devil left them here. That is the. I am not. Kidding you, that's a bigger problem than what people think. <laughs> Look right here. Here's the food chain. They need to open up season on them. Oh, you think that you could imagine turkey hunting one of them shooting it with a TSS 20 gauge? You wouldn't. Some bitch wouldn't sneeze. <laughs> Look at the food chain. You see how low we are? Oh my gosh. The ostrich. That's so funny. Uh, Look at you. I'm not kidding you. Here we go. Look. There's a human, an emu, and an ostrich. Bam. Huh? You think we got a chance? That's insane. Nine foot tall, 320 pounds. That is insane. They can run like 50 mile an hour. I knew that. I knew they were fast. How fast is an ostrich? People ride them. Did you know that? In India and stuff? No, I mean, they don't, like, ride on, like, horses, but they, like, have, like, races. Or, like, not races, but, like, I think it's the... See who can stay on the ostrich long enough. I don't know how it works. 43 miles per hour. Dang. Everybody out there running around scared to death. You know, people are scared of anacondas, great white sharks, gorillas, lions, tigers... Should be scared of the ostrich. They're missing the death machine that is the ostrich. <laughs> I cannot. I put that firm on the ground. That is funny. You've got a better chance of getting killed by an ostrich than any other apex predator. That's funny. I never would have guessed. Hey, they're aggressive. Oh, I believe they're aggressive. I've seen videos. The damn chicken's aggressive. Their wingspan can be up about eight foot wide. And I've seen videos where they get up on one leg... And they raise the front leg way up, and they've got these big old talons that look like a fucking buck knife, okay? They're about 10 inches long. 
And they'll get up and they'll get them wings spread out and they'll stand on one foot and they'll raise that head way back. So they'll hit you with that talon, but then you've got that head coming You got from the beak. Nine foot high. <laughs> straight down with 320 pounds of ass behind it. You do not. You've got a better chance of fighting off a grizzly bear than you do an ostrich. <laughs> At least the ostrich won't eat you. It'll just kill you. That's worse. <laughs> they do it for sport. The grizzly bear is going to eat you. <laughs> you like okay, that? you get it. Look, hey, food chain, everything that die, lives dies. Nope, no one's no saying right? the audible of the ostrich coming in. The ostrich ain't going to eat your ass. The ostrich is running around eating bugs and insects and shit, but he'll kill you just to kill you. Like a kangaroo. Dance on your grave. All the ostrich is is a velociraptor with feathers. Uh, hey, who's to say a velociraptor didn't have feathers? Reckon what an ostrich sounds like. I don't know. But, <laughs> I definitely forgot what I was Oh, uh, what I was about to say was uh, what kind of blew my mind at that hunting expo, because we know guys that that go to these hunting expos, or go to, these, go, to um, go to Canada Go to Canada, kill ducks and stuff, and they go for roughly two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars. Ostrich sale. Oh, that's the mating cow. Oh my lord. That's kind of weird. I, I figured it'd be more intimidating than Could that. Could you imagine being in the woods, turkey hunting an ostrich? Boom. And you're over. <laughs> and you've got this giant ass eight foot tall ostrich decoy. That would be fun. I mean, what No kidding, that would be fun. Oh, it would be live action. <laughs> Could you imagine the guy next to you having to hold a second deer rifle? Yeah. To kill it? Yeah. <laughs> You have to go with two people, just so if it jumps on you, somebody else can tell the you story. What if you bow hunted one? Oh my oh god! Oh my crap! You'd have to shoot one of those arrows that like the that cut the turkey's heads off. You'd have to shoot the like. That's how much it'd be. Yeah, it'd be a foot and a half long on yeah. every blade. Oh, you'd have to shoot a dandy. Could you imagine barely cutting it and pissing it off? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to kill What's bad them. is the the, the the way they run. It's, it's all feet on this. They run that head. The thing is, that neck's so long. They're, if they're topped out at max speed, 45 mile an hour, and they're a minor hell they're coming for you, they're, the neck head. is on a pendulum. The head's on a pendulum, you know? Oh, it's. They're, they're full. <laughs> the they, they, they don't. It's like. The body's moving, the head's not. Yes, it's they, like a major league. The vision doesn't get messed up. It's so you've got you've got a nine. It's foot like when tall. you hold a chicken and you do like yeah. shaking, the head stays at the same. So you spot. got a nine foot tall, three hundred twenty, three hundred twenty pound. It's got talons like a knife. Major league baseball player, and they're aggressive. Yeah, you have a nine foot, three hundred twenty pound major league baseball player hunting you down. I'm not getting the reference on that. Their, their heads don't move. Chasing down fly balls. You're watching. Oh, what? you've got a dinosaur, is what you've got. <laughs> that is a dinosaur with wings on it. Oh my gosh. I can't think of a scarier animal. Name something. Try. Huh? I I guess. I mean, I'd take my chances with a silverback gorilla <laughs> over an ostrich. Uh. Do you know how big a 320-pound bird is? <laughs> if we we were just sitting here talking about, well, yeah, them damn tundra swans are huge. Google search, 18 to 20 pounds max. Okay. You remember, how, you know, when you hold a goose? And you're thinking, damn, this bitch is heavy. Hey, 10 to 14 pounds. Now you've got your hands a hold of a 320-pound death machine <laughs> with feathers. I can't believe you've never understood the ostrich No, situation. No, I, 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 no, I haven't 
really been up to date on my ostrich. I'm <laughs> well, kind of scared of them now. Let me tell you right now, if you, you see an ostrich in a vat, in a alley late at night, you might as well. You got a snowball's chance in hell of getting out of there. You you might as well uh, use the pistol on yourself and set it on the bird. Hey, I seen this one in a zoo, and the zookeeper was going in to feed it. Right, that son of a gun come up on one leg, bowed that head back, wings out, you know, hissing. Hey, this little old girl, she probably was a hundred and fifty pounds. She reached plumb up at thing when it went to strike. Right across that ostrich's face. Whoop, smacked it. That thing <laughs> bowed that head back again. Come, went to hit her with the beat again, twice. Balls of steel. Hey, video cut off. I don't know. Could have watched her dead sentence right there. <laughs> she smacked it twice, so I see That's hilarious. That. Um... Anyway, back to the hunting. <laughs> we went on an ostrich ride. Imagine how much chicken you're choking if you're choking an ostrich. <laughs> how, much, how many bottles of ranch would you need for an ostrich hot wing? A lot. <laughs> uh, anyway. Imagine scrambling that egg. Hey, they actually do sell them. No shit. Where do you buy it? At? I really don't know. I've... Uh, I don't know how I know that. I, I, Can you get one? It's, I think I've seen it off a of uh, off a of Discovery Channel. I'm not. Let's buy an BS and I, I'm being serious. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they sell them for testosterone. I don't know if they like sell them for cooking, but I don't see it being any different than an egg, just giant. Let's get an ostrich. Oh my god. We just talked about it being a death machine. Oh, it own is. One. <laughs> yeah, shit hits the fan. We release the ostrich. We ride in on an ostrich. Zombie apocalypse or we're riding an ostrich. <laughs> an ostrich is a way better apocalypse animal than a horse. That's true. Horses are scared agree. of everything. Yeah. An uh, ostrich knows it's... I am the apex chicken around here. Uh, any, dog is what we call it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what I was getting at before we get went on the, the ostrich rant uh, we was talking about prices on hunting and stuff, and the uh, the thing that blew my mind was the the Canada trips. Now we know guys that go to anywhere from two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars, which to me seems I mean, it, it's expensive, but it seems kind of reasonable. You know, I mean it it's plausible. You can do that. Anybody. With a decent job that knows how is decent with their money, can do that. I haven't personally. Not saying I'm bad with money. I'm just saying I haven't personally booked the trip. It's just I uh, I seen some of these guys at this hunting expo, and they were advertising these Canada trips, and they're like. Dude, they're they're like six grand is what they're charging people six to eight thousand dollars, and you know people's booking them. And I'm like, dude, if you just get out of the the big outfitters, like you don't have to go with Canada's number one outfitter. Ever everybody kills ducks up there. Not everybody, but I mean, I, most of your reputable guides kill stuff. I mean, it, they're going to kill stuff. There's no doubt. They're hunting the same properties as these big, big guided trips. Oh, gosh. What do you... I got about five ostrich facts, and then I'm done. <laughs> All right. Can, uh, you can buy a full-grown ostrich from 2000 to $10,000. Full- $2,000? $2,000 to $10,000 for a full... Still, though, that's not... Okay, listen to this. You can buy a baby ostrich... From one hundred to five hundred dollars. No kidding. No kidding. It is legal to own an ostrich. Ostrich can be a resource such as meat, hide feathers, and eggs. Profitable way to earn a living. Lifespan of an ostrich: thirty to forty years. <laughs> in the wild, in captivity, up to seventy years. You telling me this ostrich can outlive me? 
up to 70 years. And let me 97. That thing would be alive by the... It would watch me die. It might be the reason I die. They didn't see grass, leaves, shrubs, roots, berries, succulents, and nuts. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. They lay an egg every other day. What? Do you see how big them eggs are? They're about as big as your head. Huh. Imagine making that a bulled egg? A pickled egg? I know. <laughs> Imagine that omelet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know this podcast has took a turn for whatever Let's y'all... Let's get an ostrich. But we've went on a 30-minute rant of ostriches. And I don't even you care. You could get rid of all your self-defense guns if you had an ostrich in your front yard. <laughs> Train him up a little bit. That's interesting. That's if very. If you covered that neck, okay, we're talking about in times of battle. If you could get some armor for the neck, all the way down with a little breastplate. Hell, that's like riding a tank. <laughs> all right, I'm done. A self-sustaining tank. That shits an egg out every other day that you can eat. That's the ultimate apocalypse animal. I'd like to say I disagree with you, but I don't think I, I mean, do. You can't think of a downside, don't I? I don't think I do. Uh, they eat grass and kill humans and succulents. With big succulents. All right. Time, let's reel it back in. Uh, so if you could buy any hunt, what would it be as far as like a guided your band you, you don't have to be pampered by no means it's just like any big game any bird any whatever any kind of hunt what what or fishing trip hell we'll do with that i'd like to do a, some the predator hunts for some reason i think they're cool as far as like african style or yeah like I wouldn't be against a jaguar. That'd be cool. Like a... Mountain lion. Do a mountain lion hunt with dogs. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Hey, a Kodiak grizzly bear hunt. Hey, the big cat would like to do that. That'd be but cool. But then you've got another... I want, you know, a moose. would love to kill a moose. Elk. A big old stud elk. Would be pretty sweet. Yeah, I... I, I, I'm with you on the elk. Then like an ibex hunt, like in New Mexico, it's not a native yeah. species, but it, it's now it's a wild species. Yeah. They're not, you know, not native to America, but they are, now they've got a sustained population that are wild. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. I, um... Until you get bit by a rattlesnake, but... Yeah, crawling through New Mexico. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to kill a mountain goat. But probably like my a big horn would be cool. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, I guess probably like my ultimate goal of killing something is either a an art a uh, Canada goose hunt. Not Canadian geese, but a goose hunt in Canada. Or big game wise, I'd probably like to kill a damn uh, big elk or mule deer, a giant booner mule deer. Like a New Mexico. Yeah, like a huge mule deer. I I don't know what it is about it, but to me, the giant. The desert elk and the, you know like yeah the what the southwestern elk and mule deer are more fascinating to me than the the yeah. Colorado. I, th- I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. What yeah, it's it is. the same thing, but it's just like it. I think it's that I agree with you. Like I, I think it's more interesting because of the environment they live in. It's just like pronghorn. because it's a harsh. It's just like pronghorn too. I mean, I think it's. It, I like to kill. That's what I said. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to kill them in the like. I wouldn't be real fired up about killing a pronghorn in a grassland in a you know yeah. a giant field. Yeah, I, I like the 
the rugged, the way at the rocky, the yeah. desert kind of thing. It's all, all for the picture. No, not even the <laughs> picture because I think I'm the well, see, I th- no, I mean, I, I know you're messing with me about that, but I think the picture in killing an elk in Colorado, you'd probably have a prettier picture. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know something about that. Something about that layout, the heat and yeah. the stuff. Which I, which it gets pretty damn cold in that. Yeah, at night, absolutely. Well, even in the wintertime, I mean, it gets pretty gnarly in those desert regions. The thing to me is like, I think part of it is seeing this giant animal grow when there's like nothing to eat. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I mean, what are they living off of briars? You know. Yeah, I, I mean, like I think that's. Cool. I tell you what's cool. They don't get very big. The the blacktails. I think it, I thought uh, blacktail was like north northeastern. It uh, is. I, I'm just saying, like, it's uh. Well, I think they got them in random. So actually, I think it's. Like I very, think I'm yeah. thinking of the Sitka deer. Maybe I know sure. Sitka is like honestly they're I, little bitty. Yeah, they don't get very big. It, it either one of them doesn't get very big. It's just like I think it's pretty interesting, like how. They kind of survive in areas that you would never expect them to survive in, but that's that's why they don't get big either, because their minerals and stuff they don't really have. Like Illinois deer has got a freaking bloodline from yeah, they look like way donkeys. back. Yeah, I mean it. It's crazy, but I don't know. My my roots always take me back to duck hunting, so it's kind of like it's kind of hard for me to pick a dream hunt that's not anything to do with at least shooting birds like i've got several dream hunts i guess i I just going to louisiana and hunting if you could do like a uh like they call them uh i forgot what they call them but it's like where you fish in the evenings and yeah hunt in the morning i think it'd be fun like duck hunt in the morning go catch redfish in the evening That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. And as far as the trip, I'd like to go do that, stay on a houseboat on the river, and, you know, like, or on the Gulf in Louisiana. You know, no, like I mean? in Venice and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Stay on a, well, I'd it's say, not really a houseboat. What would you even call that? I mean, it's a house on giant pontoons, kind of. I mean, like, I, small, I guess technically it'd be a houseboat. Yeah, but it's not like propelled, is it? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have a motor. Not necessarily. I know legally, a lot of states require a motor on them. Yeah. But how they get by with that, they'll throw like a freaking trolling motor in the closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a barge essentially with a house built on it. Yeah. Exactly what I'm talking about. Going and staying on one of them. Yeah, it'd be fun. Be really fun. Being on the river for about five days. Um. Venice is a good area to redfish and is a very good area to duck hunt. Yeah, they got a wide variety of yeah their their season. What's crazy? They're even it, since they're so, south of us, their season opens up like two weeks ahead of ours, yeah. which is mind blowing to me. Like you would think they wouldn't they would open up yeah a week or two later, being further south, but it's kind of. It's kind of weird. Like we open up the day after Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. Arkansas generally opens up a week before us. Louisiana opens up like a week before Arkansas. And it's just it's weird to me how that how that lays out, how that how everything lays out like that. It's just kind of kind of odd. But it, it don't I don't guess it really is up to me though. I don't I don't I don't make the rules. I just kind of abide by them. What? You look like you're about to tell me something. Oh. Just listening, son. Taking in all the knowledge. I know. I know. Absorbing everything you got to say. I got a lot to say. But what? All right. What's the best decoy brand out there? Uh, I don't know. I. Most of mine are Dakotas. I like them. I like Dakotas. I I think people get too wrapped. Me personally, I think people get too wrapped up about what their decoys look like. I got a giant stash of Higdon ringnecks. 
Yeah, They're it's not too bad. No, I I think people get too wrapped up in the. I'm it, more more worried about the weights and uh, to those lifetimes. Cool. Yeah, that's exactly lifetimes are the ticket. That's the shit. Lifetimes are the ticket. There's another brand that makes them pretty much like life. It's same material as Lifetime uses. Yeah. I can't think of what they're called though, but uh, they any kind of material that's at cable. It's going to last forever. I mean, there's no doubt it's going to last forever. And I just... Dude, I think... Not necessarily mallard hunting and puddle duck hunting, because I think they get a little bit more weary about what your decoys look like and stuff. But divers especially. I mean, our mascot on the table right here. I mean, it's just a painted up old... Yeah. It's yeah. an old mallard decoy. Painted with yeah. white, black, and maroon paint. And not very well. And not very well, no. It's... They, we killed a lot of ducks yeah. yeah, well, until Nathan sunk it. But he, yeah, I mean, but I've got, what, four dozen of them out in the garage just like that, and they work perfectly fine. We've seen plenty of ducks fly into them. And what I'm all about, what I like so much about them lifetime decoy, what do you call that? Weights. Weight, Texas rig. Yeah. Is I like the way that the actual weight is because it seems like they don't catch as much grass and mm-hmm. shit when you, you're picking up decoys. Yep. The That's, way that shape, it's like it falls. I, I don't know. See, um, this year one thing I'm going to change is I've got those long lines, Yeah. which are good, but it really needs a weight in the back also. Yeah. Because it, you remember last year, we, it was kind of experimenting with them because we'd always Texas rigged them, but lined them up yeah. with Texas rigs. And this year, we're, I, well, last year we started putting them on long lines, which is which works great as far as setting a spread quick. But the, if the wind ever shifts or whatever without the weight in the back, it's awful. I mean, it, it's just a tangled mess. Yeah. But... You kind of live and learn. You kind of figure out what to do, what not to do, stuff like that. And even if you just got one little bitty one ounce weight on the back of the of the long line, I've got just something to keep the just pressure. something yeah, just something to keep the pressure off of it. And I'm gonna build probably two or three more of those long lines this year and order a few more decoys for the lines. But the more diver hunting, especially the more decoys you got, the better. And I just People probably disagree with me on that, but I, I I feel like the more decoys you can get, the better off you are. And when you're when you're trying to convince when you're trying to convince ten ducks to come to you versus land with the the seven thousand ducks that's in the middle of the slough that nobody can kill, it's it's better to have a hundred decoys out versus um it's better to have a hundred decoys Sorry, out. That was my ostrich videos again. <laughs> uh, it's better to have a hundred decoys out than it is to have two, you know. Yeah. But then at the same time, sometimes puddle duck hunting I don't I believe less is more when it comes later on in the season because you've got You've got duck. I've I've done very well, and a buddy of mine. I'm not gonna mention his name, but I, he's on the hunting club. And as a witness, and you've done it with me too. Only put out two decoys, and kill the crap out of them. And I just, I think when it comes to killing mallards, killing gads, killing what that's well, really the main two, but. Spoonies or whatever, it don't matter. It is any spoonies are pretty stupid, but if you kill mallards, gads, black ducks, pintails, whatever, decent puddle ducks that get hunted a lot, get hunted hard, you actually find out that if you got less decoys and a just a little bit of motion you typically do better than whenever you have a 500 decoy spread, 300 decoy spread, whatever. And I, I feel like you do a lot better just making it making it look natural 
versus making it look big like the refuge. And I just I've always done better like that. And it's just I think everybody hunts different. What's your top three duck blind food and drinks that you bring gotta bring with you? Bang energy drink. Uh Okay, now that hang on. <laughs> Let's redo this. Let's do Top three snacks, top three drinks that you gotta take with you. I'm gonna start with uh, Bang Energy, coffee, water. Okay. And then peanut butter crackers. And I always keep a stove on me, so bologna. Okay. And eggs. Let's do it. No stove. No stove. Peanut butter crackers. I mean, you Nature could, Valley granola bar. Like you could do a sausage biscuit from the gas station oh, that you thought. Gas station, Brenda. Yeah. Brenda sausage biscuit. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm that, with that. That's going to make you absolutely. Oh, shit. Shit, your waiters. <laughs> That's the best. Right at daylight. It's the, that old. Yeah. yeah. Your stomach hasn't bothered you all morning. Yeah. You're sitting right. I mean, you're just vibing, if you will. And your stomach hasn't bothered you a bit. You get the old. And then all of a sudden, you ask, what time is it? And you say, oh, we got three minutes. And yeah, it's just. You're, you're like, oh god, oh god, I can wait, I can wait. Then one minute clicks, you're like, it ain't gonna happen. I'm sorry. I gotta go. With, <laughs> I'm a big rain energy drink guy. Okay. So I'm going rain energy, and if it's cold, big on the coffee. I, I like to coffee. have the coffee. If it's not cold, I'm going to put it bottle of water in. Mm. And always, always, the flask of whiskey. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't. I was thinking of refreshing style drink. I'm thirsty drinks, not, not a miserable drinks. Snack-wise, you got to go with a cold biscuit that you bought at 2 a.m. It's got to be in there. Mm-hmm. Then I like a good iced honey bun. That when they get real cold and you drink that with hot coffee or a couple swigs of bourbon, oh hey. yeah, it's all business in. I ain't gonna interrupt you. What's your third one? I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm t- hey, I'm not a big little Debbie guy. Not big on the Debbies. I, I love them. They taste great. But I don't know. The best little Debbie there is is a freaking Christmas tree. There, hands uh, down. Oh, no. I'll argue that with anybody. That's the best one in my opinion. But I have to disagree. Christmas tree. I think but, the Christmas trees are overrated. No. Hell no. They're underrated at this the, point. I'm trying to think of my third but, snack. Hey, dude. If you've Ooh, ever chocolate had, fudge pop tart, I always have. Oh, it. those are good. Especially from like three weeks ago, that's been. It's just. Disintegrated. Yeah, it's like crushed. The jelly's holding it together. Yeah, and you just you take it and you open the end of the pack and you just shake it, dump in your mouth, it in your mouth, swallow it with a little coffee. Oh hey, yeah. Let me just tell you, your something. toes are getting a little too close to my toes over here. Let Let me tell you something. Uh, there's a lot the, happening above the table, the, but nothing's gonna happen under the table here, boss. There's a. You can do this at home. And this is like the most fat ass thing I've done, but Here we go. get Swiss rolls, yeah. stick them in the freezer. Okay. Oh my god. Is that a move? <laughs> or nutty buddies. Get oh, nutty I buddies and nutty stick buddies. them some guns in the freezer or in... Why in the freezer? Oh my god. Look, I don't even like nutty buddies. That's what's crazy. <laughs> Can't stand them. But put one in the freezer. It makes it like an ice cream well, bar. All right, so what? Name the top three things, the top three meals after a duck hunt. Huddle house. 
<laughs> Man, now. I just dumped myself out of this chair. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Huddle House. Shorties. Which, if you're if you're not familiar with our area, you will not know what we're talking about. It's just mom and pop. Oh, no, you can't say the restaurant. You gotta say okay, say the restaurant and what you're getting. Oh, shorties, chicken, biscuit. Okay. With gravy on top. Okay. I'm either going. I'm going to the Huddle House, and the sky's the limit at the Huddle House. It's a different order every time I yeah. go in. Uh. Or. If it's an evening hunt. Okay. I know where you The Mexican. And a margarita. <laughs> and a margarita. It's so good. God, it's so rewarding. I have to go. My number one's probably the Liberty. Ooh, Liberty. And good. I'm getting the lager. The lager on oh. It's so good. I had jalapenos. Come on. <laughs> that is With so With a biscuit, grape jelly. Hey, watch out. It feels like cold weather already. And then... Number two, you can't beat the old Jacks, man. Mm-mm. The Big Jack Breakfast. I mean, that That's got another us, that got us through high school. No, they got them all over in Tennessee and Georgia now. Finally, that's which is which is offensive. <laughs> then the evening hunt, is the Mexican joint. Yeah, it has it has to be or the Chinese buffet. Chinese buffet, but the Mexican joint is that's top tier. God, it's so good. It's and not even the best Mexican. I don't ever even drink margaritas. No, it's not even a good Mexican restaurant. You just got to go with, the, I don't know why you go with the margarita. But you, you have do. to. That's it, not my go. I don't ever get a margarita. Well. Dang, we're done. Hour and ten minutes, Dylan. Oh. Uh, well, I appreciate y'all listening to us ramble. Follow us on Instagram at the official flyover podcast and uh, like, subscribe, whatever. Share it with your friends. I really appreciate y'all listening. Don't let you meet loaf. Don't let you meet loaf. And if you do, don't let you wrist watch. Like I said, and thank, watch out for ostriches. Thank y'all. Uh, it's growing every day. It, it's kind of. It took us a long while to grow followers, but we're we're kind of. I'm out this bitch. We're, <laughs> we're we're growing a good bit. Well, I I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, follow, like, subscribe, YouTube, you, Instagram, Spotify, you name it, and just. Like, subscribe, and share with all you buddies. And I I appreciate it. Thank y'all. And hope y'all keep listening. Have a good one.